When I was a kid, there was this one day I was troubled about something. I don't even remember what it was. My father noticed, and um, he comes over to me, and he places his hands on my head. And he says, Shalom, son. Do you know what that means? Yes, I nodded. I said, I meant peace. Then my daddy, he, uh, he knelt beside me. And he took my face in his big calloused shepherd's hands. He said, yes, peace, but more. And then he put a finger on my heart. And he said, Shalom, God's highest and most complete good be upon you. That is my prayer for you, my son. He left his staff with me, and I've looked for it. What he mentioned, shalom, all these years. When the angels came, there was no hint of wind, no clouds, just stars, so many stars. He showed himself to us (laughs) suddenly. And there was an angel brighter than stars who spoke and said, Do not be afraid. I have good news. Your Savior has... Your Savior has been born. And he lies in a manger. And then quiet as if the whole world is waiting to breathe. A savior, God's highest and most greatest good for us, for me. And then suddenly, multitudes of angels shattered, shattered the silence, saying, glory, glory, glory. God is on earth. There's peace on earth. My father's prayers, I've seen Finally, shalom, peace. Highest and most greatest good for you for you. Amen. Can we stand all across this house? In the beginning, God. That's good right there. 
In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And that divine hand and divine voice began to work and to create and to do what only God can do. And that divine hand began to create order and chaos. Everything was a mess. Everything was void, dark and empty until God showed up. Luke chapter 2 in the Passion, we read it Wednesday night, but again, I bring it to you this morning. In verse 8, that night in a field near Bethlehem, shepherds were watching over their flocks. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared in radiant splendor before them, lighting up the field with the blazing glory of God. And the shepherds were terrified, but the angel reassured them, saying, Don't be afraid, for I have come to bring you good news the most joyous news the world has ever heard. And it is for everyone, everywhere. For today in Bethlehem, a rescuer was born for you. He is the Lord Yahweh, the Messiah. You will recognize Him by this miraculous sign. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in the feeding trough. Then all at once in the night sky, a vast number of glorious angels appeared, the very armies of heaven, and they all praised God singing, glory to God in the highest realms of heaven, for there is peace. For there is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men. The King James said, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace. Peace. That gift of peace. And while we live today, most of us not wanting for anything. I feel an absence of peace in my world like I have never felt before. I feel that darkness again. That void, the questions that come up in the minds of God's people. Are you there, God? Are you listening, God? It's been so long since we've truly felt that peace. And so today, for just a little while, I want to talk to you on this subject. The missing peace. The missing peace. Father, right now we come before you, thankful for this opportunity we have to be in your presence. God, though we feel like it is absent at times, I feel that peace in this place right now. The peace that passeth all understanding. God, that peace that only you can give and only you can provide. It is one of those gifts of Christmas, oh God, that we don't want to take for granted this day. 
God, I pray right now that you would speak peace in this house. Speak peace in everyone's storm. Speak peace into that troubled mind. Speak peace into that situation right now, oh God, where there is turmoil. God, where there are tears. God, where there are problems. God, right now, we sense that peace here today. God, and we long for it now more than ever before. And we give you glory and honor and praise today in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Amen. While you are seated. I love a good puzzle. I love to sit down and work on them. I love to get all caught up in it. And... I, I enjoy sitting there so much that I could spend hours in front of a puzzle and changing seats and getting all the way around making sure I can see it all. My wife's laughing because she knows that it's true. I love when everything starts clicking into place and you find something that goes with something and that one part that you were looking for and it finally comes together and it makes sense and the picture becomes clearer. And I love to see what once was in so many shambles and pieces all over the table now begins to come together and all begin to make sense. But as much as I love that, I despise getting all the way to the very end and realizing there is a piece missing. That everything else came together. Everything else did what it was supposed to do and fit where it was supposed to fit. But that one piece is absent from the entire puzzle. And most people, they don't care. They just put it all back in the box and put it up in their closet and never do it again. But it bothers me. It gets me down on the floor looking under the rug and under the table and asking the kids, which one of you took the puzzle? Or asking Sarah's grandmother, did you take that piece of puzzle? The dog ate it. Somebody took it. Somebody, but it, it's missing. And so with that piece missing, the puzzle will never be complete. Without that piece that is missing, it really doesn't matter what the picture is. We can pretend that it's all fine. We can go on about our life like it's no big deal. But the truth is, it's just not all together. It's not finished. It's incomplete and is left with a void. It doesn't matter how much time you've spent on it. It doesn't matter how much money you've invested in it. It doesn't matter how many people were a part of it and, and came together to join forces for the greater good of completing the big picture. If all of that takes place, but there is a missing piece, then it is incomplete no matter how you look at it. If the piece is not found, there will be no peace. In my house, we like to hold on to a piece. So that when the, especially when it's really starting to come together, because we want to be the one that when it's almost done and finished and we're looking around for that one piece, I got it right here. And we get to be the one to push it in. We get to be the one that finally brings it all together. 
And to know that it lies within us and it is in our hands and we all have what it takes to be a part of it. But to know that I get to be a part of that finished product. Don't you know this morning that God is the same way? That He loves watching your life begin to come together and unfold and, and pieces begin to come together that you thought would never come together. And you're sitting there saying, but, but where's that last part? And God's sitting there with a smile on His face saying, hey, I've got it all in my hand. I'm going to be the one that gets to put the final stamp on it. I'm going to get to be the one to wrap this thing all up and say, I get to have the final say. I get to have the final word. I get to be the one that does this for you and make your life all make sense. And I get to be a part of that today. Maybe you look at this life today and you see things that didn't work out. Maybe some pieces didn't fit where you thought that they would fit. And what you thought you were ready for, you really were not ready for. But in time, things in your life have started coming together. Scattered pieces of your life that God has made a way for them to be restored back to you. And God is holding on to some pieces today. So that when the time is right and things begin to happen in the right fashion, in God's timing, He's going to give you this piece and say, hey, that goes right there. Hey, this piece, if you'll put it right there, that's where it goes. The piece that you've been looking for is in me. And when the piece feels like it's missing, He says, hold on my child, I've got it all right here in the very palm of my hand. And when he puts the missing piece where it goes, and the picture all of the sudden becomes clear, all of the sudden, peace fills that void. When Mary is looking at this big picture, and the angel comes to her and he's telling her of all that's going to happen, and he's explaining to her in detail what is about to unfold, she's sitting there and she's trying to see the big picture. But there's something very obvious that comes up in her mind. There's a piece here that's missing. There's a component that may, I, I get it, I, I appreciate what you're saying, and I'm thankful to be a part, but you don't understand. How can these things be? I've never been with a man. That piece of this puzzle is missing. And because that is missing, this cannot unfold the way that you're telling me. So the angel says, the Holy Ghost is going to make it happen. God is going to make this happen. Peace is going to make this happen. This child is going to be the Son of God. And to paint this picture a little clearer, and to give you some more pieces to this equation, your cousin Elizabeth is also expecting. You know the one that they called the barren one? The one that they said could not have any children? Not only is she having a child, she's already six months down the road in her pregnancy. So don't tell me that God can't do this. Don't tell me that God can't be the very thing that's missing from your life and the world's life. Don't tell me I can't make this happen and be the peace to a broken and dark world. I did it at the very beginning when it was dark and void. I showed up and spoke and everything changes. So Mary, hear the word of God today. I can speak again and all of these things can be just as I have said. I know right now not everything makes sense. 
But the scripture said in the Passion Translation, not one promise from God is empty of power. Nothing is impossible from... There's not one missing piece in his mind. He has it all together in his hands. He's got it all together in his spoken word. And he says, you just keep doing what you're doing and let me keep doing what I'm doing. You keep being faithful, Mary. You keep living the way you've been living. You keep being a girl that is highly favored of God. And you let me work out the rest. I know right now not everything makes sense and I know what you're going through right now seems nowhere near where you thought. But that peace that is missing is about to show up in you. And when it shows up in you, then you know it's about to show up in the world. And I'm about to speak to some shepherds, and I'm going to see peace on earth. There's going to be some angels that are going to show up one glorious night, and they're going to sing glory, glory, glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth. God is now on earth. God has now shown up on the scene. And God is ready to fill that void that you've been missing with peace. God has come to step into somebody's dark situation today where you feel like you haven't heard from them in a long time. Where you go to bed troubled. Where you're afraid to even walk out of your house because of what's going on in our world right now. But God said, don't you be afraid. Don't you worry about what tomorrow's going to bring. I've come to bring you good tidings of great joy. I've come to give you peace this morning. That element that's been missing in your life, I've come to bring it back today. If you've been walking around in fear, pick your head up and you walk boldly in my favor. You walk boldly in my peace today. That component that's been absent is not only going to show up in you, but it's going to show up through you. Isaiah said, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of His increase, of His government, and peace. There shall be no end. Mary said, okay, okay, so... I'm just going to say all this is true. And though there are still questions, though there still are missing pieces, be it unto me according to your word. The Passion Translation said, Mary said, yes, yes. I don't understand it all, but yes. I'm glad I get to be a part of it. I'm glad I get to be the one that delivers peace. I'm glad I get to be the one that you've chosen to see peace on earth that I get to be the first one to hold peace in my hands and say I've got it that peace that was missing is now in my hands Yes, yes, yes. What would happen right now in the middle of your mess, in the middle of the void and darkness in your life? You just threw up your hands and said, yes, yes, God, let it happen in me. Let it happen in my family. Peace, peace, peace. 
If in the middle of all your questions that you've had for God, you just throw up your hands and say yes. When the doubt starts to creep in and the questions and, and worries and, and you're anxious and you're, you, you don't want to leave your house and you don't want to go anywhere, you just lift up your hands and say, yes, yes, whatever you say, God, whatever your word says, I say yes. Well, what do I do while I'm waiting on that missing piece? Philippians in the message said, don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, Pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Letting God know your concerns. And before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness. Everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. What are you saying? I'm saying peace is going to come. And things are going to start to come together. And things are going to start to make sense again. But he said, what do you got to do? You've got to start praying. You've got to start expecting God to do. It's not just going to unfold and come together on its own. He said, you've got to be praying. You've got to get down and get serious about where you're at and say, God, I need this peace back in my life. I need this missing component back in my life. And God, I'm down on my knees asking you today, come in and rearrange some things. Put it back where it goes. Bring it all in order like you did at the beginning when you put the light here and you put the stars here and you put the flowers and the grass here and you separated the waters. You told the sun when to rise and you told it when to set. You tell the winds when to blow. You tell the rain when it needs to fall. You tell the oceans how far they can come. God, you are a God of divine order. And I need that missing piece in my life again. What does he displace worry with? Peace. What does he take the fear from you away and give you back in return? Peace. What does God give you when you have so many questions? Peace. Luke 15 speaks of a woman having ten pieces of silver. It said if she loses one piece, doth not light a candle and begin sweeping the house and seeking diligently just for a moment. Oh, I give up. I can't find it. I don't see it anywhere. I'll just go about my business. No, there was a piece missing. And scripture said she swept the house and seek diligently till she find it. And when she hath found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together, saying, rejoice with me. Come on, praise the Lord with me. Magnify the Lord with me. She said it, not me. For the peace which I had lost has been found. The peace that was missing. The peace that I couldn't go to bed knowing it wasn't there. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything until it was back. I got down on my knees. I got the broom out of the closet. I started sweeping away the dust of things that have settled on my floor. And settled in my house that don't belong. And I began cleaning some stuff up. And you won't believe all that I found 
But I'll tell you one thing I did found. I found peace. I found something that matters to me. You may not get it. You may not understand. But it matters to me. That peace that had been missing could have been viewed as no big deal. Lady, you still got nine other coins. Go about your business. Don't you stay up all night lighting candles and going through all that trouble sweeping your house just for a coin. We wouldn't go through all that trouble for a coin. We drop them in the parking lot and just leave them because we ain't going to take the time to bend over and pick them up. It's just a coin. Her motives for going through all of the trouble tells us it was either very important to her or it was out of necessity. This was not just a penny in your pocket. This was not some random coin. The missing coin was not something that she could live without. The missing coin was worth more than a day's wage. And so when this coin goes missing, she understood the value of it. So much that Jesus uses this parable to even refer to the soul of a sinner. But you notice something. When the coin was missing, her peace was missing. She could not sit there still. She could not just simply accept life as the way it was. But there was something that stirred up inside of her that had stolen her peace. And she couldn't sit there and be quiet. She couldn't sit there and just accept it. She said, no, I've got to find that peace. Because if I don't find that peace, I'm not going to have peace. If I can't find that coin that's missing, I'm going to not get any sleep tonight. I'm not going to go out and do anything. I'm going to be stuck in here for a very long time. That's the, the coin that's going to feed my family. That's the coin that's going to pay our bills this week. It may not matter to you, but it's everything to me because I understand the value of it and so I'm going to get down and I'm going to sweep the floor and I'm going to say okay God where is it help me find it help me find it and when I find it I get everybody together and say oh come on come rejoice with me for the peace that was missing I found it I found it I found it somebody's going to find their peace today and when they do I pray you rejoice with them I pray that you take them by the hand and thank God with them. Thank you, God, for restoring them. Thank you, God, for bringing that into the fold. Thank you, God, for giving them a hope. This woman had a passion inside of her that says, I know it may not matter to you, but this missing piece matters to me. So I am going to go and diligently seek it until I find it. If it takes me two days and I still haven't found it, I'm going to keep sweeping. Because it's in here somewhere. I know that I can find it in the house somewhere. I know that I can find the answer I'm looking for here somewhere. I've come to the right place this morning. The peace that I'm looking for is somewhere here. It may be up here. It may be over here. But it's in the house somewhere today. It's not just an insignificant peace. Because without this peace, my picture is not complete. But it's not until she finds it that she not only is able to go about her life again. 
But she's able to rejoice and celebrate and truly live again. What a, what a joy to know today that you could leave this place and not just have a pulse, but truly live again. To go back to, to whatever you want normal to be and say, it may not be what it was two years ago, but I am not going to let circumstances or people of, of power or I'm not going to let anything change my life and my attitude because they're, they're not about this peace. They have no idea what God has done for me. They may not acknowledge Him in this season, but I know that without that peace, without Jesus Christ being the center of it all, without Him coming as a babe in a manger. None of this even matters. But he did come. And he did die. And he did buy me with his own blood. He did bury me in baptism. And so it matters today. This peace that God gives, it matters to me today. She found a peace that was missing. And once she got the peace back, she found her peace again. Some of us have lost things of great value and importance and we do not care. We go about our business. We go about our life. Perhaps we didn't know it happened and we were so busy and caught up that we haven't even paid attention to see that it's missing. Perhaps the components once upon a time were all there and everything made sense to you. And everything was perfect and grand. Maybe you felt that way once upon a time. But now you feel some ways that you've never felt before. You feel doubts and uncertainties. And you feel a void that you've never felt before. We've been worried about something else over here. All the while pieces over here are being taken away. Pieces over here are falling off the table. Pieces over here are being stolen by grandma or the dog. And we're over here worried about this part over here. And God's saying, you're not looking. You're not paying attention to all that's going on around you. And because of that, now you don't just have one piece missing, but you have many pieces that have fallen off. Some that are here today are wondering why peace is missing when they haven't been praying. They're wondering why God's favor hasn't been upon them and yet they haven't been faithful. They're wondering where is the harvest and they haven't been sowing. We've been so caught up in current affairs that we've slipped unawares. And, and we don't realize all that's taken place while we've been over here and the enemy's coming in behind us sowing tares amongst the wheat. And we've got to wake up and pay attention and say, God, I am missing something right now. I am missing a huge part of my walk with you. And I'm not going to sit back any longer. I can't sleep at night. I can't eat. There's so Something in my spirit, I come to church and I feel your presence and we have good church. But God, there is a component that I know, I know is missing. Is the walk with God I have today the same as the walk with God I had five years ago? Ten years ago? Twenty years ago? If I were to put them on the scale and weigh them against each other, who would that scale lean in favor towards? But God, in the very beginning of what we call time, when it was a mess, you showed up and everything changed. Then when your people were in Babylonian bondage for 400 years and again, peace was missing. Questions, doubt, concerns until you spoke to those shepherds that night. 
You sent a messenger to some shepherds and you declared unto them, there is peace on earth. That shalom that he talked about, that shalom, God's highest and most greatest good is now here for me. It's for you. It's for you. It's not just some side treat that God's given you. He's not throwing you a bone this morning. He's not giving you the leftovers. He said, no, I'm giving you peace. I'm giving you my greatest good. I'm giving you my highest favor. I'm giving you my greatest blessing. I'm giving you myself today. He doesn't just speak peace. He is peace. When darkness is all around, you show up and everything changes. You speak and light comes. You show up and angels sing. And today, the gift of peace, that present, is still here and available today. It's not a gift of Christmas that you gave on that night. It's a gift of Christmas you give any night. Any time that we need it, it's here and it's available for you. I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to convey what I feel in my spirit. But over the last few months, there is something that is missing in our world. I'm not talking just about me. I'm not talking about just Greater Life Church. I'm talking about when you start praying and you get down on your knees, there is a component, a depth that is missing when we have church and we come and we do all these things. God is here. We have good church and and we leave and feel blessed and changed. But there is something deeper that God wants to do. When we come and the pieces are coming together, it feels great and it feels wonderful. But I still feel like there is something that is missing that if we would ever get down on our knees and say God I'm not going to bed until I have it in my hand I'm not going to let you go until you bless me I'm not giving up hope until I see an angel that speaks I've come to give you good tidings of great joy I'm not going to quit serving you until that component is back where it has to be God, I can't keep pretending everything's great when it's not. It keeps me up at night, stirring me when I pray. God, what am I missing? What are we missing today? God, I'm not just interested in a puzzle that everything comes together, but this one part is missing. Because God, if that one part is missing, it's not finished. God, if there's some things in my life that you gave me that are not there today, I can't be satisfied. And I shouldn't be satisfied because my life is not complete if the things that you have given me are not present in my life. Because an almost finished picture is not a finished picture. God, I don't want to get to heaven and hear... So close. So close. Oh, you had it all. But I was missing. You had Mary and Joseph. You had the shepherds. You had the wise men. You had the big picture, but you were missing something so big. You were missing peace. You were missing this gift I have given you. I embodied it. I breathed it. I spoke it. You're missing that component. And so because of that, the picture is not complete. You had it all, but you're missing one piece. You say, oh, God's not going to be that way. 
God wouldn't write us off because we just missed that one piece. We had everything else together. We looked the part. We had the title. We, we, we did all of these things. We, we did all the things we were supposed to do. But this one, God wouldn't do that. Revelation to the church at Ephesus. He said, I know. I know all that you've done. You've done it for me. You've worked hard and persevered. And I know that you don't tolerate evil. You have tested those who claim to be apostles and proved that they are not. For they were imposters. I also know how you have bravely endured trials and persecutions. And because of my name, yet you have not become discouraged. Whew. Slap that badge of honor and we're going to walk around. Because all that I have completed and all that I have done for God and he sees it all and he knows it all and he sees how faithful I've been and all that I've gone through and yet I'm still standing strong and he sees that. But I have this against you. There's this one thing. You have abandoned the passionate love you had for me at the beginning. It's missing. Think about how far you have fallen and repent. And do the works of love you did at first. Or I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place of influence. If you do not repent, if I've done it all right, but there is this one thing, oh God, if there is this one component that I am missing, if there is one part that I have lost, I can be lost. I have got to wake up and begin to look at the big picture again. I've got to slow down and step away from the table for just a minute. And perhaps walk on this side and get a different perspective. And make sure I've done everything I can. And make sure that everything is where it's supposed to be. And make sure my prayer life is still in the right place. And make sure the word of God is still a part of my life. And make sure that I'm still faithful to God. And make sure that I'm I'm still living in integrity and uprightness. That I make sure that I'm still pursuing a lifestyle of holiness. That I make sure that I am still walking daily with God. If I've got it all but I'm missing a piece. What good is my life? God, I want to be whole today. God, I want to feel complete again. God, you filled me with your spirit, God, before. But God, I feel so empty today. I feel, Lord, like there's a piece missing right here. And that I'm going about my life and through all of the routines. But God, today, if I were to be honest and remove the mask, there is a peace that is missing in my life. God, and I need you, Lord, to restore it. Today, I want the peace that passeth all understanding. I want the peace that you said was for all men. I want whatever you have for me this morning. You said, for without you, we can do nothing. If I've got it all, but I'm missing you, I can do nothing. God, of all the things I can live without... You are not one of those things. Of all the things I could do away with today, 
Your peace is not one of those things. Your joy is not one of those things. Your blessing and favor is not one of those things. The psalmist said that we are to find peace and pursue it. He said, blessed are the peacemakers. Of all the things I can purge today from my life, prayer ought not be one of those things that we say, well, I just don't have time for that today. That component has got to be put back. You've always been and you are and you will always be what we need, God. When things get off balance and things seem troubled and and it seems dark, we've read your word enough to know that when darkness is there and void is there, that it's usually because there's an absence of you. Because the moment you show up... That light dispels all darkness. The moment that you show up, people from all over begin to come and worship and become to bring gifts and honor you. God, it doesn't matter how dark it's been. It doesn't matter how long we've been missing that peace. If you are here today, God, then I know that that peace is available to every person in the house today. God, whatever's missing from my life can be attained again. God, my prayer life can be restored again the burden I used to have for souls can be reignited again God because you are here and you are moving in our midst today let's stand all over this house John chapter 14 he's talking to his disciples about what is going to happen and what is soon to unfold and he says you've got to show people the way You've got to show people how to live and how to walk. I'm fixing to not be here with you guys, so I need you to get this. I need you to show them the way. They said, well, how can we know the way? How can we know what that way is? And Jesus said, I am the way. If you know me, if I'm a part of your life, it doesn't matter that everything else may not be working out all right and you, you are missing some pieces. If I am in your presence... If I am in you and you in me and we're together in this, then everything's going to be all right. And I'm going to give you a comforter that is the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Ghost. That was verse 26. Verse 27, he said, Peace, I leave with you. Not just the comforter that is the Holy Ghost. But peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Thank you God. Because Holy Ghost filled people still need peace. God's people still need peace. And he said, I've come to give you the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. But I'm not just going to give you that because there's going to be days that even living for me, filled with the Holy Ghost, coming to church faithfully, that you're still going to need peace. It's part of the very armor of God that our feet would be shodden with it. That everywhere we walk, there would be peace. Peace, peace. 
He said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. In the passion, he said, I leave the gift of peace with you. My peace. Not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. Don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. Be courageous. Walk out with your head up. Walk out with boldness. I've got a gift from God. I've got a gift of peace that I get to take with me everywhere that I go. You can trouble me. You can put questions in my mind. You can do all of those things. But I'm going to hold on to this peace that God gave me. He didn't just give me the Holy Ghost. He gave me this peace. Shalom. God's highest and most complete good for me. You ought to wake up every morning and say, God, I want your peace. I want your greatest and most highest complete good for me today. I'm not worried about the haters. I'm not worried about my troubles. I'm not worried about the bills. I want your peace today. I want your highest and most complete good for me. I speak shalom over my mind. I speak shalom over my spirit. I want your greatest good. It's a calming in the storm. It's a quiet in spite of the noise. It is that thing that you're not willing to leave until you have it. God, don't let me walk out without it today. Don't let me search for a moment and then give up and say it's not necessary. God, that thing that is missing, that peace that is missing from my life. God, what would be said of me if I knew it was missing and I did not diligently seek for it again? If I knew I hadn't been praying and I didn't diligently seek to let that be a part of my life again, what would be said of me? God, would it be, oh, you were so close, Landon. You were so close. But this one thing I have that you're missing, and it's that prayer life. It's that relationship with me you had all the other stuff together but this one thing is missing you've left that first love you've left that first passion God don't let me leave this house today until I find it and God I pray in just a moment God when we're around this altar when we're in our pew and we're praying God when we find it again I I want to hear sounds of rejoicing. I want to hear shouts of praise. Woo! I found it again. I found joy again. I found hope again. I open these altars today. I open every pew, every aisle, wherever you want to get today and say, God, I'm searching. I'm searching for that missing piece, that part of my life. God, that's not there. I need it today. I don't want to go through this season without you, Lord. Oh, God, I need it. 
Oh God I see it's missing God I feel an urgency missing Oh God when I pray I sense oh God That there is an anointing that is missing God there's something that once was upon me God that's not there anymore God grant me that peace again let me find it again today as I diligently seek oh God I've got to have it it's not enough to be almost complete I want to be whole again God I want a peace of mind again I want joy in my life. I want an assurance. Oh God, whatever's there, God, if it's not everything, Lord, let me see what I'm missing. Oh, he Oh, I'm not satisfied, Lord. I'm not satisfied with almost. I'm not satisfied with close. There is no close enough, God. I want all of it, Jesus. I want every part, God. It's the reason you came, God. That I might have life and have it more abundantly. That you would be the peace, oh God. Dispel all fear today. Remove all doubt today. Remove the question marks today and speak peace. Oh God, right in the middle of my storm. Oh, stretch out your hands again and say it. Peace be still. Oh, yes, God, I need that peace today. I need it in my heart today, God.